0: It's our songs that make us an artist. It's that expression that our audience can connect with through a range of emotions and have something that they can hold and own. So songwriting as a music artist. Let's talk about it. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of That Studio and I'm talking to musicians who wanna become artists. Musicians who wanna have a good go at doing music for a living and to do that independently without the labels and without a huge budget. Well, how are you today? I'm doing very, very well because I'm talking about songwriting today. Something that I'm really, really passionate about. So the challenge for me is going to be keeping this under about 6 hours. because uh, I've got a lot to say. I'm, I'm just I love it. I love songwriting. I spend a lot of time in the studio here with artists um, helping them write their songs, helping them get the best out of their songs so that they have the most the most impact, the most they can be as effective as they can be once they get out and into people's ears. So I want to kind of let you in on that today. Want to talk about that. And if you've been following along, this is stage three of our artist life cycle. So we looked at uh, branding, how to set yourself up with your brand and your vision. Then we looked at playing your music, rehearsing, getting gigs, that sort of thing. The natural progression stage three of this life cycle is songwriting. It's actually creating art. So I looked into that. I looked into creating art and, and I figured out that songwriting is really what makes us an artist. It's what separates us from just being a musician is actually uh creating something. it's actually expressing uh what what we have within us in a physical form and we do that through songs. so you've got plenty of musicians who can replicate right so uh maybe as as a cover artist or something or or classically when you when you just stick a piece of music in front of a, a musician um I get string players in here all the time, and it's amazing you can stick some music in front of them and they can just play it. They can just replicate the music that has been written by someone else and it makes them a fantastic musician. Um, but to be an artist, you, I think you've got to create something. It's got to be something that new that's birthed or or something that's at least worked. So I consider myself an artist when I'm producing music because you're kind of taking what it is and you're bringing, you're bringing something new to it. So uh, I don't want to downplay musicians who can read music because they bring their own tone and they bring their own sound to it so absolutely they're creating as well but as if we want to be artists that build an audience it's about creating if we look back i was talking about a guy who who might uh see himself at or hold relaxing really important so one of his values is just enjoying life making sure that you don't work too hard there's some room for fun so his his expression is going to be songs about that he's going to talk about relaxing he's going to talk about having a good time he's going to talk about uh, meeting that girl and going on a big drive or whatever it is, just enjoying life. That's going to be one of the expressions that comes out of his core values. So whatever your uh, core value is, that's that's what you're going to be. Uh, that's what your expression is going to be. So does that mean he can't write a love song about a breakup or something like that? It, Of course, it doesn't mean that. You can write about whatever you want to write about, whatever you feel, because your brand is just going to be a representation of who you are. So if that's something that you're going through, you can write about that and it's going to be within your style and to your same audience. So expression is just, or songwriting is just uh, the next step of our brand. It's, it's who we are expressed in songs. I think I've said that. I think you, you probably understand what I'm talking about there. So this is going to have to be today a why more than a how. I'm going to put a, uh, talk about a couple of things that should really help you and point you in the right direction. But I want to do a full series on songwriting so I can really go into the how and give you some really practical uh, advice and some tips about actually how to go about songwriting and some actual steps and f- not formulas but um, guidelines that you can kind of follow as you're writing songs to make sure that you're doing it well and just just to kind of put you on the path so that that it's easier. You don't have to trudge through it um, because if you're anything like me, you've got about 100 – half done songs in your voice memos on your phone. It'd be great to be able to finish some of those. So I'll help you do that, but I'll do that in a series. So today I'm going to talk about why, why are we songwriting? So firstly, I think it's about story and connection We're songwriting our songs need to have story and connection. in them. so what do I mean by that? I don't necessarily mean the, uh, The story writing songs, as in, like, it's a chronological tale of what happened to this person. You kind of follow, you know, those storytelling uh, sort of songs, a lot of country songs or ballads will have this chronological tale almost where you you follow the journey. So, I'm not necessarily talking about that. We don't have to write like that, but we need story, as in, it's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's got a journey that we can follow through as the listener. So, this doesn't always have to be uh, lyrical. It has to be like vibe, the music, the production, the whole sort of way that the song moves. So let me give you some examples like this. I'll draw some parallels from movies and books. If we write a song that kind of gets to the point within the first 30 seconds, and there's no more for the rest of the song to kind of add because you arrive at the point early, that's not going to be an awesome song. You know those movies where straight up, it's the opening scenes. You can just tell it was obviously the butler. The butler obviously did that. So you watch the rest of the movie hoping that it's going to be different. But when you find out at the end of the movie that it was the butler and you knew that right from the start, everything was given to you right at the start. That's a bad movie. That's not going to get very good reviews on Rotten Tomato. And you're probably going to not watch it again and tell your friends not to watch it. It's a bad movie. Um, Alternatively, those movies that just spend scene after scene after hour just setting up. You're just learning about the characters and you're like, uh, you know those ones. So I turn to my wife and we kind of go, how much longer are we going to give this? And you flick it off. You get rid of it. You couldn't be bothered watching it because it just doesn't get to the point at all. So our songs are the same as that. And, and Spotify and, and all the algorithms are set up, for people to actually finish songs. They want, they want you to listen through to the song. So songs that are getting skipped all the time aren't going to be put into playlists and played a lot because it's just like anything. We uh, It kind of shows you that it's good if you can get through it. So we want to make sure our listeners connect with it and can follow the story all the way through. That's I think that's our main objective as songwriters is to connect with our audience and take them somewhere, take them somewhere emotionally, Take them somewhere with the way they feel and respond to our music that's going to first get them to the end of the song, but also keep them coming back. They want to hear the next song. They want to hear that song again. They want to hear the new album. They want to go and see you live because they've got a connection. You've been able to take them on a journey with you. Does that make sense? This is a huge topic and I want to break this down um, for you a little bit more. But basically, it's about creating narrative. So we've got to have a really good setup We've got to have a, it's got to follow the characters, follow the storyline. And then we get to the bridge and it might change and create a bit of tension. You kind of think, how's this going to happen? It sounds a bit like a movie, right? We the characters set up, they walk through the journey, something crazy happens and then it, it resolves, it finishes and, and there's a hero. So we're kind of doing the same thing with our music. We've got to set it up and then take them on that journey. So that we can do that lyrically and it's great if you can do it lyrically, but you also need to do it musically. You also need to make sure that it builds with dynamics and production and, and just different things so that it, it, you don't just get everything in the first four bars and you don't have to wait to the last four bars to get everything. There's a build and there's a journey. I think that is the single reason why pop music is the popular music. So pop music just short for popular. It's what everyone likes because without any musical knowledge, you can connect and be taken on the journey of a story with a pop song. So if you listen to pop production, I don't know what sort of music you're into, but if you listen to pop production, that just takes you, if you take out all the lyrics and it was just melody, it'd still take you on that journey the whole way through the song. There'd be this build-up, there'd be release, there'd be more tension, there'd be this sort of change, and there'd be this big kind of resolve. And I'm not saying we should all write pop music. So if you're into alternative or jazz or metal, it's doing the same thing. But your audience is more attuned, attuned to that, so they're into it. Whereas I think what's amazing to me is that pop works for even people who don't like music. They don't understand music. They don't know keys or rhythms or anything. They can't clap on the beat. They can't sing the melody. But it can just still take them on a journey, even if the lyrics are just, let's go party on Friday night. Let's go party on Friday night. It's not, there's no story in the lyrics, but there's story in the songwriting. Does that make sense? So I reckon that's super, super uh, interesting and super, super important in our songwriting to come up with this sort of story thing. So I, I just I apologise that I can't unpack this in a fifteen minute episode, but I will do a full episode where I really break down story and look at some actual practical techniques that you can go through to do it. But basically, we just love story. So that's what we're doing in our songwriting. The second point is we just have to practically look at what we've got. So I think songwriting is basically melody, harmony, rhythm, and lyrics. So melody is the part that people are singing along to. It's, it's the tune. It's the thing that you'll hum along with. That's your melody. Your harmony, when I talk about harmony, harmony is uh, everything else. So harmony is two notes working together. So any sort of chord, so let's just say you're singing an A note, your melody is an A, but you're playing an A chord underneath. It means you've got an A, a C sharp and an E in there as well. So that's harmony because there's more than one note playing and it's a job I think with harmony is to support the melody, right? So we'll come back to harmony in a sec. And then you've got rhythm, which is kind of the the feel, the beat, the groove. So when I'm writing songs with artists in the studio, I basically want to, Make sure the song works if you take the harmony out, right? So we can put a heap of emphasis on what chords we're playing. But for me, your melody and your rhythm is what people are really going to grab onto and hold and your harmony is going to work to support that. So what I'll basically do is, is pull down a melody and really make sure that is good. Make sure that's exactly what the artist wants and it kind of gives life or it brings emotion or or whatever it's trying to achieve with your song. And then we want to make sure that the rhythm in there just makes that melody sound amazing. It's really in there just to work with that melody. So often with rhythm, uh, an artist doesn't always know um, what it is. So if you're on acoustic guitar, you might have a strumming pattern that you're doing or piano, you might have a pattern, and sometimes that will be the rhythm. And obviously, you write the you write the melody off that. But just to refine that rhythm so that it's got a real sort of uh, um, connection with the melody, so the melody sits above it, and then you want to add your harmony in around that, just to again fill your fill your melody, and just make sure your melody sits right on top of that, and also to kind of bolster your rhythm section and make sure that there's a really strong. Um, feel to it. Even if it's a soft song, there's a, there's a significant feel to that song. So what I think uh, gets us in trouble sometimes is when we don't have all these lined up, when our rhythm isn't quite matching our melody, or when our harmony isn't quite matching our melody, or maybe all three of these aren't quite working together. They're close, they're in the same key, they're in the same tempo, but they're not quite working together so that you don't have to think about it. So for me, music is like uh, it should all just work together and when it doesn't, our brain has to decode it, right? So yesterday I had um, my mate Dave in doing some session guitar work and he kind of did this slide up to an A and then he was kind of holding it with um, a bit of vibrato just to kind of sustain it and it just didn't sound quite right. Now, it was an A And he hit it well. And the artist uh, who was in with us kind of said, I think that's fine. Let's move on with that. And Dave and I were like, it's just not quite right. So what happened for me in my brain in that moment is that I heard what it was and then it took my brain a little while to adjust it. So I went, okay, that's supposed to be this note. It's a little bit off, but I know what it's supposed to be. And then I can kind of decode it in my head and hear it and it's fine. So if you can imagine, I think this happens to us all the time when something's not quite right, we're very smart in our brain so we can just, we know what it's supposed to be so we can compensate for it. But what happens is that couple of seconds that it takes us to do that, we're missing the rest of the song. Our brain power is used decoding the song. So this can happen, different people feel it differently. But for me, I really hear that with rhythms. If you've got this rhythm kind of competing um, maybe your melody doesn't quite sit with your rhythm or some of the harmony you're doing on guitar or piano or whatever doesn't quite sit with the the fundamental rhythm or the melody or something. There's just like little counter rhythms in there that don't fully work together. But my brain's just going, Yeah, okay, I know what that I know what that's supposed to be. I can okay, I can understand that. But while that's happening, I'm missing the song. Um, you might be writing to pitch, so you can hear like the pitch is just not it's just off or uh, maybe that note should have been a tone higher to make it just fit better. So you're going, yeah, okay, no, I get that. And you, it just takes you that while to decode. So I think a really good song is one that just doesn't take any decoding. So you figure out all those things in songwriting so that when you hear it, there's just this instant connection of, yes, I love it. So let's pull this back to like painting again, right? So if you go into a gallery, and I don't know if you're into art or not. Um, I'm not majorly into art, but I can I can understand this. If you go in and you see a painting and straight away, it just goes, oh, I feel that I connect with it. Rather than when you go in and, and you have to go, okay, so that that means this. And and then you kind of decode it. And at that point you can go, ah, oh, I appreciate it. But how much more powerful is the one where you just go, yes, I've got it. My kids always say to me, hey dad, look at that cloud. It looks like a monkey playing a tambourine. And I'm like, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, compared to the times when you see a cloud and you go, hmm, <laughs> unicorn, and you can just see it and instantly without decoding it, it just connects with you. Does that make sense? So that's – I spent a lot of time doing that with artists in the studio is just making sure this is good, it all makes sense, all the pieces of the puzzle fit. So that when it comes across on Spotify, there's no decoding needed. There's no there's no sort of um, having to – let it grow on you. You know those songs that have no—it's—it's oh, it's all right. It needs to grow on me, because you've got to decode it in your brain. Versus a song that just goes yes again, play again. So when we're looking at Spotify and algorithms and all that sort of stuff. We want those songs that land and work well straight away. And I think that's just all effective songwriting. That kind of goes a bit deeper than here's my chords and my melody. Then there's obviously your lyrics on top, which are going to tell your story. As well, and and they need to line up with the vibe of your song. So if you're singing something that's um, sad, you don't want a really happy, majory sort of uh, feel to it. So they've got to line up, and all those things. So your brain doesn't need to decode; your brain can just go and connect. For what I think those two things—story and connection—through those fundamental sort of aspects of your songwriting—is what's going to allow you to connect with your audience really well. And when you play those songs live. Uh, when you record those, when you are promoting those, you've just it's so much easier because straight away people are going to like it. They're going to be able to connect with it and go with you on your journey through that song and they, it's just going to make sense to them. They're going to like it instantly because musically, lyrically, it just makes sense and works. So if I can give you one takeaway for today is that songwriting is just part of being A successful artist. It's the thing that connects your audience with you. It's the thing that they can take home and actually own. It's going to move them emotionally. It's going to actually make them feel something, which is going to draw them back to where that feeling came from, which is you as an artist. So, songwriting is really, really important. And I just want to encourage you that I think you can go to the next level with your songwriting. I hope today you kind of heard some stuff that wasn't over your head, but you kind of thought, oh man, there's so much more I can think about with my songwriting. And and for me, that's really exciting because you can go the next level, you can do more. And I, I really like that. My personality says, oh great, I can still learn, I can go next level. So I hope you're encouraged in that. I am going to bring a lot more detail to this, not too far away. I'm going to do a songwriting series that really unpacks a lot of this and goes a lot deeper into how you actually write it, where you start how can you finish? What are some techniques you can use to actually carry your narrative, uh, which would be really, really good. Yeah. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm putting together short episodes uh, every week that are coming out on YouTube if you like watching it or they're on your podcast apps. I use Apple Podcasts, but maybe you're on Spotify or whatever. If you are on Apple Podcasts, just give us a quick review if you don't mind. It's pretty quick. Just hit that those stars and write something. That just helps Apple to know that people are listening to this podcast and that it's effective and that it's adding value. If you're watching on YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel so that you know when the new videos come out. Um, and also just give this a quick like for me. And I'd also love to know about your songwriting. So in your opinion, what is the easiest way to start a song? What do you find, uh, when you're starting a song, this is your go-to maybe it's your chords or do you write lyrics first, or do you come up with a melody or do you come up with a beat? I'd love to know how you write songs. I think not only am I interested in that, but I I think it'd be helpful for people to read through those and maybe grab some inspiration of some different ways to go about starting the songwriting process. So that would be really good if you want to chuck that in the comments for me. That's about all from me. So make some music this week and we will talk again soon.